0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And hello there again. Seemed like we lost connections for just a minute or two. We're back talking about a real life story of Bring Your Soul to Work. And it is all about not quitting. I have with me a very special guest. Her name is Miliana DeMori and she was a client of mine three years ago. She had an accident in the gym. She was a professional athlete, weightlifter, uh, kickboxer uh, for her home country of Croatia. And all of a sudden broken back, broken spine. Uh, it was easy for her to quit. It was easy for her to change, change things up and, and do something different and lose herself and go into victim mode.
1: Um, but that's not what she chose to do. Miliana, welcome to the show. Hi, Mo. Hi, everybody. It's such a pleasure to be here with you and um, and share with you, you know, yes, all my broken spine stories, <laughs> um, and also how the giving up and the quitting sometimes, or very often, brings huge gifts with itself. And an example when I when I broke my spine, my whole My whole self-worth and identity was being the strongest woman in my country and showing up and everyone knew me and I was in the media. And then I was in such pain that I couldn't walk properly. Of course, I couldn't train or weight lift ever again. There was a suggestion by the doctor. I even had to, they were suggesting an operation and I had to quit doing what I love and what was my my amness, my identity, and I yes. had to quit it to, well, mm-hmm. t- basically to keep my health and to keep my my leg. I had a, the risk of if I continued doing it, I didn't listen to the doctor, <laughs> I could lose my leg and I could lose feelings in my leg. And so that was a positive quitting for me. Right. Um, but it took with itself a, a, a lot of physical and a lot of soul pain. So, Miliana, when you realized
0: that your career had to go on pause, if you will, and you were unsure whether you were going to be able to reclaim what you knew to be you, um, you may have quit the gym so that you didn't lose physical functioning forever. But one of the things that I recognized when we had our clarity call three years ago is that you didn't quit on you. That's right. As a matter of fact, you said to me on the clarity call, i never remember this because I'll never forget this. As a matter of fact, i remember forever. You said, "My physical body is broken right now, and it's time to fix the inner me." And that's what we went to work at, didn't we, for twelve weeks? Um, when you when you had a choice, Miliana, of of going into victim mode versus, okay, this is have to be put on hold now. I need to do something else or work on something else. Talk a little bit about the decision-making that was going on inside.
1: It's very interesting, and it's easy to get into the victim mode. Sometimes we're not even aware of it. That's why I, mm. I treasure and I love guides and coaches like you, Mo, where you can point out those uh, blind spots where, you know, being in a victim mode could be almost like being angry at ourselves, being angry at the world, being angry at our body. This is not fair. I could have done it much better. So we are almost a victim to ourselves and to circumstances that we don't have control over. And coming to a place of, okay, I can complain, I can I can worry, or I can ask myself the questions, what can I do? And I, I didn't have all the answers. That's why I chose mentors that had real-life results. And I was, even though I was a coach and a personal trainer, but I know for a fact that the best... Uh, I, the best politicians, the CEOs, so athletes, they have advisors and coaches mm-hmm. and people that guide them to to betterness.
0: Yes. When when you were faced with um, having to to change gears and I know in, in knowing you for the past three years, uh, you had gotten certified in a very deep, uh, intensive performance level coaching. You had literally cured yourself of an eating disorder that you had as a teenager Um You had all the tools to do something different, but there was something stopping you. Mm -hmm. There was something in the way. And uh, we obviously uncovered a lot of it through the 12 weeks and then beyond as you continued to work directly with me after that. What were some of the things that you were perhaps afraid of facing that caused you not to pursue the, let's just call it the second chapter of your career outside of the gym, outside of being the performance athlete, but being the coach?
1: What What was in your way? It was because this is what I really, really wanted to do. It carried with, uh, with it as well the biggest fear of what if it doesn't work out, what if I'm not a good enough coach, what if I'm not authentic. but those outside those experiences that sometimes seem like tragedies to us helped me really overcome it, strengthen from it from the inside out and also from the outside in. And that way, I could really step into my authentic power as a coach, because I've been there. I've overcome my PTSD symptoms, because I uh, went through a war as a child. I overcame my eating disorder that I had for 13 years. And then after that, uh, body dysmorphia, and then uh, other emotional and trauma that came up. And so I know when I worked on myself. And when I stood in my power and was open to change and was open to look at it from a different way, I knew that that made me a better coach.
0: Yeah. And, and when we are lifting others, um, the work we have to do as coaches is to remove the barriers for ourselves, because if we're not free and clear, if you will, of, of most of the junk We're not able to show up for our clients. We're not able to be the reflector of their beauty and their awesomeness and give them the space to expand because we don't have that space ourselves. So what I witnessed in working with you for those 12 weeks in my kick-ass workshop was your beautiful unfolding of deciding to come into your full power. And this is a tricky word for women coming into our power because we typically uh relate that word to being macho or male-ish or too masculine and if, if since we're on radio here Miliana no one can can see you but maybe they've seen you in my other uh stuff uh, Miliana is a is a beautiful woman uh absolutely gorgeous as a female person on the planet and um, Owning your power doesn't have to take from that. You're also a married woman. Tell me a little bit about how power reflected in your life as a, as a female person that gave you more feminine power rather than having you be, I'll just say, manly. Because this is something that I think women grapple with all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in the sporting world, it's almost like a standard, like, you know, weightlifting, kickboxing, Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, where I was involved in a lot of women lean into that male power mm-hmm. and they, they believe they have to be that way. And when I realized um, I had a belief that being female and feminine was weak. And as a child, you know, coming from the background that I do, I decided I never wanted to be weak, which meant I don't want to be female. Mm-hmm. So realizing those that internal struggle, internal conflict, all the fears around it, and basically why I didn't lean into being a coach is I was terrified of being big. I was terrified of being powerful mm-hmm. because I thought it takes a lot of responsibilities. And I was uh, at that moment comfortable. And like, that's, that's enough. Word of mouth clients are good enough. I don't want to get out of there too much. And so I realized basically it was fear.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And the, the interesting irony of being fearful, of being powerful, being fearful, of being responsible for who we are, what we are on the planet, the irony is we're responsible for it anyway. And it hurts more not to be in our power. It hurts more to have fear running the show. Um, what started to happen in your life as you you started to claim your power and your soul began to brighten up and you found the true place for your power? And it wasn't out there. It wasn't in the gym. It wasn't lifting more weights. Mm -hmm. It was inside of you.
1: Yeah. Well, I've done something that was fun and unusual. I love um, I love red lipstick and I love eyeliners and makeup. So when I went to competitions, world championships, national, I started wearing makeup on the stage because <laughs> you don't you don't really sweat a lot when you weightlift. So I had bright lip, red lips and uh, dark black eyeliner and funky hair <laughs> and it was so so powerful and beautiful that a lot of women started going to the gym and to weightlifting clubs and saying to the guys, I want to do what that redhead does. <laughs> I don't know what she does, but it was almost like me stepping into my the combination of feminine power, which is everything but weak. It gave other women permission to realize, wow, I can be feminine and powerful at mm-hmm. the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And, and obviously we're talking about, the combination of the physical power that you that you have and had and also the soulful power and being the, the 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 beautiful feminine person that you wanted to express
1: in the world as well it just added to it all yeah yeah we, we can be it all we can be it all we don't have to whatever we feel would express our our deepest self where it comes from a place of this is what i choose and this is what I feel comfortable in today. And if I want to be powerful and fun today, this is what I choose. Like the ultimate freedom is being free of other people's opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And I think that's also stepping into the feminine power, where we are self-nurturing and other-nurturing, and that realizing that my soul really was yearning to the healthy feminine connection, which you more you have created incredibly beautiful in your Kika's course. And even after when women graduate, they stay, you know, very closely together Mm -hmm. and knit and support each other. And I never had that before. Mm -hmm. And I know many women don't have that where you have women around you that want you to succeed. No backstabbing, no jealousy, just pure support. I want you to succeed. I want myself to succeed. Let's raise ourselves up Mm -hmm. because there's enough for everybody.
0: Yes, Yes, and we see that all the time, don't we? In the uh, in the grad group now, uh, Miliana is part of my coaching team, mm-hmm. uh, proud and happy to say, and she has helped lift women in my workshop along with a, a team of other coaches who we all work together to provide the best environment for these beautiful souls to to be lifted up and to take their careers uh, to the next level. And what inevitably happens is the same story that happened with Miliana. Once we raise the soul's vibration. Once we put the spotlight on the awesomeness of your being, then the doing the work, the career, the asking for the raise, the negotiating, the interviewing all gets so much easier mm. and it gets more productive. And we're coming from a place of our genius zone versus trying so hard versus trying to be someone to fit into this or that, or following all the shoulds. Miliana, we're going to take a call right now. Um, autumn's been patiently awaiting, uh, on the line here and autumn uh welcome to the show and what can we do to help you today oh hi, hi good afternoon uh i apologize i just couldn't get into the. i thought that, that i was doing something wrong on the bridge so i just dialed in so that i could at least oh. hear the call um okay I don't i don't um i don't think i have any questions at this time i'm okay. just interested in uh hearing the story Beautiful. sure thing okay off. you got it yeah. glad you're here Terrific. Okay. Thank Thanks you. for being here. Appreciate Thank it. You. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Emiliana, so as, um, as we're exploring the avenues of the soul, a few things happen. Now, this is why we do coaching. A few things happen when we brighten the soul. All of a sudden, we start seeing our awesomeness and our beauty and the wonderful things that we can do and be. And what inevitably happens is that we begin begin to have insights on the things that have been bugging us, and now all of a sudden we have the the strength, the, the internal soulful integrity to handle things that have not been handled before. The shadow self begins to be illuminated to the degree where we now can see these things and move through them. And the blocks that create the fort of fear you were talking about living in. I've been there before. We know all of our clients. This is, this is what's holding them back. And so we begin to illuminate the soul and all of a sudden the spotlight is now on failures we had as a little girl, perhaps, or, or, or failing a math test and, and having that emotional scar and pain of not being good at math or, or, a, or a, a boy we liked in school uh, making some snide comments that that really scar us at a deep level. And 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 I don't minimize any of that. As you know, some of this stuff is a pain point that's a scar, and we keep having evidence on top of it. Well, that boy didn't like me, and this one doesn't, and then my boss doesn't like me, and then this person at the grocery store or whatever. We begin to enhance and energize these scars that are attractor patterns in our energy field. And when we energize the things that have gone wrong in our lives, we create a fort around us to protect us. It's, it's a natural human condition of protecting ourselves from further hurt. But what we actually do is we are protecting ourselves from the beauty of who we really are. As you went through your journey, Miliana, as you opened yourself up to yourself, you began to see things that had to be worked through. And I know since you were a child of war trauma, uh, you, you worked yourself through uh, a, a, an eating disorder and some other things. You don't have to share anything. Um, what was that like to have the strength to handle some things that, were, that you knew were in your way but you just didn't know how to handle or, or, or mm. know that you could?
1: Yeah. Well, it's interesting that when we look in our life, and things that are around us, inside of us, looking at our relationships, results in our career. If there's one area of our life that is not really what we want to experience, there's always something underneath that's running the show. Mm -hmm. And that could be a limiting belief, like, well, I don't deserve better. Or it's like, well, I should be lucky to just have a job. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if I'm bullied and traumatized and, you know, it's a toxic environment and I'm dying from the inside. And soul, what's my soul? Who cares? So you're dying from the inside. And realizing that as we bump upon those things, I am convinced that those things show up because they're ready to be transformed. Yes. And once you transform a negative emotion, a negative belief, it becomes a wisdom no one can take away from you. And you grow and you expand. And then if something else comes up, you, you have evidence that you can do it. And the beautiful thing is that we don't have to do it alone. That was, a, that was my one of my limiting beliefs that I have to do it all my, by myself, which then underneath that I realized later was hmm. I don't trust anybody that, that will look after me. Yes. How did that
0: not trusting anybody uh, pan out in your life? What did you notice that was going on in your life?
1: Life was scary. Uh, life was hard um, because I thought I had to do it all myself it was just very overwhelming I was living almost in a constant state of overwhelm mm-hmm. you know I would wake up and I would dread like oh so much so, so many things to do and then I would go to bed and think about oh, oh, tomorrow so th- there was almost no no break mm-hmm. from it and mm-hmm. it was heavy and difficult and then I found you <laughs> and then we
0: and then we we together uh, figured out for you uh, a great road for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you came into your own as a coach. Yeah. You began uh, speaking up and speaking out and showing up on on videos. You began writing, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the creative juices uh, are flowing, and you're beginning to step into your true authentic power. And you are beginning to take inspired action of the talents and the gifts that you have and that you had kind of been planning anyway, but it was it was hidden up in your treasure chest because you didn't have the key to unlock it. What were some of the things that you had to process in order to, let's say, show up on video or begin writing and feel that you were worthy of that? Talk a little bit
1: about how those
0: items of creativity were able to emerge. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, being afraid and doing it anyway... You will never have a moment of complete bliss, 100% motivation, mm. and then you're going to record. It's actually, it, it is doing it afraid. It's doing it insecure. It's doing it unsure. It's doing it with doubt. It's doing it with a shaky voice, with like a random smile here and there. And with anything that we do, the more we do it, the, the, the better we become at it until we become expert at it. Yes, and so uh, there was also like the next level of fear, and then it's like, oh, how will this show up on the camera? Will this be good enough? Again, going back to, I think what ninety nine percent
0: press on, and we realize that that's the way it it is for people who step into their into their glory, and so we keep going in spite of this feeling of, I'm not sure if I'm doing the exact right thing. I'm not sure if this is going to really work out exactly how I want. I'm not sure if they're going to see me the way I want to be seen. I'm not sure of this. And we package that up into a certainty of our soul emerging because we are never going to be free and clear. Well, I can't say never, but it's a, it's a long time. to come into this level of 100% confidence and certainty. So when we feel at first that our soul is emerging, we're a little uncertain. We don't have the identity of that yet until we create then a new identity of what it's like to be that and to do that. And then we emerge at the next level of us. And then that gets comfortable. And then there's something new and something more. And I've seen you continue to do this over the three years that we've known each other. Um, I will say that you know Miliana is a great part of our team. She uh, helps helps me with my uh, annual retreat now for the second year in a row, as well as the other coaches on my team. And she works with another coach who does eating disorders. And Miliana, it doesn't seem to me that you're doing it afraid anymore. Talk about how 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 you got into a, a zone, um, and. Let's just talk about that for a minute right
1: before we break here. Yeah. So I'm doing it now from a place of, of deep soul purpose. I know that I'm doing what I came here to do. Yes. And yeah, we will finish off with that statement as soon as we return
0: from our break. There's more with coach Miliana DeMori and coach Mo Falls. See you in a few minutes. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
1: If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too.
0: This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue
1: operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today.
0: Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Reverend Richard Rogers speaking at Unity San Diego on the power of transformation. Because what I want you to see today is as a culture, even in Unity, we have this belief that we're not quite there yet. And the whole purpose of the whole self-help movement, self-help books and workshops and all the training, is so that your ego can finish the job that God started, right? Like that you're going to help you finish doing the work that God began, like that you're going to self-help yourself into enlightenment. And we buy that. I mean, we actually think that's real, right? And what if the truth is that you're already there? You're already fully baked. And the whole thing of spiritual transformation isn't really about transforming your spirit, but it's about seeing yourself in the way that God saw you from the beginning. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. What if a handful of ordinary, conservative Americans agreed to visit Egypt and talk to some ordinary Muslims to ask their questions directly and compare their cultures and religions? See hearts and minds open up in the new documentary, Free Trip to Egypt, which chronicles their journey and reveals their insights into Muslims and themselves. Free Trip to Egypt will be screened in a thousand theaters on June 12th. Find a showing near you at freetriptoegypt.com. What if you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God? Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. Learn how to break away from self-limiting beliefs and get some support with T.J. Woodward and the Conscious Being Radio Show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central. A recovery specialist, author, inspirational speaker, and coach, T.J. will share practical tools and life strategies to help you overcome your fears and learn to awaken to your true nature. Join the show with your questions and comments and get the support you need to move forward fearlessly. T.J. is here to help every Wednesday on unityonlineradio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with MoFall. And we're back with an amazing guest today, Miliana DeMori transformational coach, client of mine, friend of mine, team coach of mine, um, and just such a beautiful, bright soul. Um, We were talking earlier in the show about how Miliana came through her transformational journey. Uh, We do a lot of energetic, soulful work in my kick-ass career workshop because what I found for myself is that my career wasn't as broken or rocky as it appeared to me from the inside, because I had some filters of how I was viewing the world, how I was viewing myself in ways that were more broken. And I had successfully moved my career forward. I've lost my job six times in my career. So uh, there might be people be like, Oh, geez, you lost your job that many times. Look, when you, play, when you play high, when you play hard, um, you're bound to get a little bit hit. One of my coaches talks about how you know you're in the boxing ring of life when you get punched in the face. So if you want to play the game and you want to be in the real juice and the real joy of life, you're more than likely going to get punched in the face a few times And as long as you know that's part of it, you don't have to overreact to the punch in the face. You're in the ring. You're in the ring. So learning how to do the dance and do the steps and figure out how to become a a winner in the ring is the way to go. Every single client I've ever had, Miliana, exactly like all of the clients I've had, have had something in life that was there in front of them to teach them a lesson. As I did, my breast cancer was there to teach me a lesson. And for some people who don't appreciate how life hands us these beautiful, big, powerful lessons, sometimes that can seem to be a bizarre statement to make that my breast cancer was a lesson. And clearly, it was not a lesson I wanted, but it was what I needed to pay attention to what was really going on inside. Had I not had that deep of a level of a stop? and a cracking open i would have never seen the things inside of me that then brought the joy and happiness forward i would have never seen that i was a beautiful loving giving person who loves to lift others i felt that way when i started my nursing school and career but i got lost i got lost in doing i got lost in 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 achieving. I got lost in what I wanted to do in the outside world. And then eventually that lost soul began to be crafted and created by the external world of who I needed to be to be the next person in this job and the next that. And and I began to be who I needed to be to have the life I wanted. And I didn't even know that that's what was happening. Over time, the self-doubt, the I'm not enough, emotions I didn't get, the the bosses who treated me in ways that were confusing to me because I felt like I was doing a great job and was never quite enough. And making mistakes, the, the, the stuff coming at me about it was a little bit rougher than I felt was appropriate. And all of this feedback coming to me just made me work harder and be more of who they wanted me to be. And I became further and further disassociated with my beautiful self. So when I got breast cancer over 10 years ago now, can't believe it, thank God, um, I was cracked open to a level I had never been before. Not only that, I had a month off to literally heal my body, and we were talking to Miliana earlier, we were talking about her cracking open was literally when her spine cracked. And when we have these cracking open moments, it is up to us to claim that time and that event as something for us something to find our true selves and to open ourselves up. And unfortunately, as human beings, typically we need this level of trauma, this level of of intervention in our lives in order to break us open to the level that we can see what might be possible. And it's as if we have no other choice. When I had my breast cancer, I didn't have a choice to return back to quote-unquote normal. I had to come back differently differently. I had to, and so therefore I had to dive in. I found that I've always been a coach and a supporter of others. I found that I love teaching and developing people and making people feel happier and better than they, than they could on their own. If you probably talked to anyone who ever reported to me, they'll say that I pushed them to be better than they thought they could ever be, and that's what I bring to my kick-ass clients in my workshop. Miliana and I started our journey together on a clarity call. That clarity call changed her life forever. And now it's changed my life forever because Miliana is a part of my coaching team. If you'd like to get started on a journey of reclaiming yourself and reclaiming your career as the outpicturing of reclaiming yourself, start off with the clarity call with my team and I. And you can book that at mofall.com give me clarity. Miliana, you're aware of the beautiful women we have in the workshop now because you're one of our uh, wonderful coaches. And it's so great to see women who were uh, fired, uh, reorganized out of their jobs, passed over for promotions, all sorts of job trauma, bully bosses, toxic work environments, all of a sudden emerge as such better, happier, beautiful people, and then have a beautiful outcome, and um, as you know, we could talk for hours about the outcomes there, but you're here today to talk about your outcome and, and what you did on your journey. If you were giving advice to your younger self, let's say three and a half years ago, before the break in the spine, before you came into a, a clarity call and decided you were going to do something for yourself, what would be that advice now
1: that you would give that younger self? Playing it safe will break your spine, <laughs> but playing it safe will keep your soul hidden and suffering. And then you you will get louder and louder messages such as breast cancer, injuries, accidents, like a really strong punch in your face. Mm-hmm. And side note, if you ever do boxing and you get punched in your face in the ring, it doesn't actually hurt as bad as you think. <laughs> the fear of the pain is scarier than the pain itself. Uh-huh. Indeed. And that's what happens in the transformation as some of us would experience it as identity crisis, but it is just identity shedding. There will be and there must be a period of unknowing because you're creating something new. And when you have a team of people that want to see you succeed, you are having the environment to grow in a way that you want to grow in better than expected. So the advice I would give myself is to... Well, to do what I did is keep showing up, Mm -hmm. keep showing up insecure, keep showing up with fear. Don't pretend you're fearless. If you are feeling fear, don't pretend you have it all sorted out because you didn't don't pretend you're perfect because you were not and you will Mm -hmm. never be. And that's okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Amen to that. Uh, Miliana, we have a caller and I want to say hello, Katie, how are you and how can we help you today? Katie, are you there? Okay. So uh, maybe it's McKee, Katie. Maybe I have the name backwards. (laughs) So if you're a caller with an area code, oops, looks like she dropped off. Maybe she wasn't uh, planning on getting called on. (laughs) All right. So um, please do call in though, if you'd like to talk with Miliana and I about anything soul related, career related, you want to ask Miliana a personal question. We're here to Help you in your transformational journey and bring your soul forward. It's 816 251 3555. And we're happy to take your call in the next several minutes. We have to talk today about not quitting. Instead, shift. And that's what you did, Miliana. Instead of quitting on you, you had to quit the thing that you were doing, mm. but you did not quit on you. Um, I happen to to know Miliana's husband, and I happen to also know how he feels about the work that you have done. And not that I want you to put words in his mouth, but mm-hmm. if he were here right now, what would he say? In acknowledging uh, the transformation
1: that you've had and and how that has
0: enhanced who you are.
1: Well, on the on the Clarity call, I. I loved speaking with you. It was my 10 p.m. in Europe. Yes. And everything that we spoke about, I felt very connected to you and just your authentic, powerful energy. And then, you know, I really wanted to join your workshop. And I said, yes, again, afraid. Mm -hmm. And I said, yes, afraid. And then the next day I, I told my husband that, this is what I really want to do. I really want to invest in myself and my growth. And if I knew how to do it myself, I would have done it. Mm-hmm. And him not knowing anything about the Kick-Ass Workshop, he was just like, oh, okay, look, if you think it's going to work for you and if you're going to show up, uh, you know, I, I support you. Um, was he ecstatic? No. But as he started observing, so I made less announcement, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to change I started doing the work. I showed up. I did the actions, even though in the past they were scare, like scary and didn't make sense. But now they had a meaning behind it. And so three years later, he's seeing incredible results. He, um, I don't know if I can say it online, but he's like, you got PhD in getting sh- done. <laughs> stuff, maybe. Yeah, yeah, PhD in getting stuff done. <laughs> and just seeing the results as I'm growing as a person, becoming more stoic or with emotional management, Mm -hmm. totally responding differently to things that would like get me off guard and I would snap and be angry and why are they doing this and why did I not fix this? I would be in a place of, okay, what can I do? What phone calls can I make? Like I can observe myself responding different because I was staying in that solution mindset with an incredible tribe around me and with me. And being in that self-development and making it in action. So he's just seeing incredible results. Like I'm living my purpose. I'm having a career that I adore. That I'm traveling the world and helping run retreats. And working with incredible women uplifting them. Like, how does it get better than that?
0: <laughs>
1: but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things we, we definitely know as we evolve, um, as, we, as we step into the greatness, as we step into our lives, purpose, and begin to contribute in the world at a more meaningful level that nurtures our soul and that continues to bring our soul forward, we are enhanced by our journey rather than before transformation our journey actually keeps poking us in the eye uh, asking us to transform and so the journey of life most of us believe um, there are a couple of sayings about this but most people believe that life is supposed to be hard that work is supposed to be miserable and that that's what life is all about Now, I got to say a few words about this because I have a lot of women of faith in my workshop, both past, present, and I'm sure in the future. I was raised Catholic. I talk about it all the time. I'm on Unity Radio. I got to say this. When we have the faith that we were born to embody, we know for sure that we are traveling the life that we were intended to travel whether that be what you say would be your God or your creator or divine spirit, or even if it's just living in the world of the sciences, we know that we are on this journey to continue to expand our energy being your soul. And so when we decide to take responsibility for that journey, instead of being the victim journey, we begin to realize that everything in the road is a lesson for us, for our greater good, our higher self, our higher life. And we have a saying, we kind of joke about it, but it's true, the better it gets, the better it gets. As your attractor pattern for life is at a higher vibrational level, as you are at a higher vibrational level, you will attract better and more goodness, higher level people places, things, trips, ease, flow. It is not just a fairy tale. It is not just a storybook. It is real science because your attractor pattern is created by your thoughts and your feelings. So Miliana, if you were to identify maybe the top three to five thought feelings that you had before, and then let's talk about the top three to five thinking feelings that you have now. Let's draw those distinctions and really talk about this because this to me is the it. When people want to say, well, Mo, the law of attraction doesn't work for me and I can't ever seem to get ahead and I try this one thing and whatever. If your thought feeling energy is going in a certain direction, that's going to be your life. So what were your pre thought feelings
1: that you had? Mm-hmm. So well, probably similar. The law of attraction doesn't work for me. And ta-da, it did not. <laughs> it's, this is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. And I love how you are sharing with women. Like the better it gets, the better it gets. Or everything always works out for me. When things were going, you know, downhill, I would well, I would live in a lot of worry, mm-hmm. overwhelm, mm-hmm. confusion, mm-hmm. kind of like con- connected, uh, fear, but would have never admitted it, mm-hmm. and insecurity, but would have never admitted it. Right. And I know with with joking
0: around with you um, while we you were. In the workshop and then we've we've worked together for the past three years. Uh, you were writing a book.
1: Yeah.
0: Um about how to not be a crazy sexy bitch.
1: Ah oh, just right. like the difference. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how not to be a jealous and controlling jealous. bitch. Oh, okay. Jealous. <laughs> we gotta throw the jealous word in. So so Miliana was living a life of reactionary mode. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And being in fear all the time. So therefore she was fearful of everything that was going on and every person who stepped in her path that did or said something that may have been a little bit different than what you wanted to hear, so so now uh, you're a published author. That wasn't the book that you wrote, at least not no, yet. No, <laughs> this
1: came out of the blue, <laughs> out of the blue. Because again, I said yes to opportunities. Right. I said yes to my soul. Here's the thing: when you start doing the work, you'll start hearing your soul louder. Yes. When you have a lot of stuff going on around you, fears, traumas, you cannot hear your soul. You cannot hear your intuition. Your intuition is filtered through a lot of yes. stuff that has to clear first. Yes,
0: absolutely. So thought, feeling, energy previous was fear, overwhelm, victim mode, yeah. jealousy. Yeah. And so that's what blame. you were... Blame. Blame. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. It's
1: everyone's fault. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's what you were attracting. Yeah. So that became the life, the yeah. attractor pattern. Broken spine, cork. work with a great world-class coach. Moful. Surrounded, <laughs> surrounded by a bunch of kick-ass hey, look women. At, look at my results, right? And and three years later, I know this happened before. Three years later, but yeah, what yeah. are your dominant thought feeling patterns now?
1: I have a very, very often like a wave of bliss. You know, working with clients and seeing the transformation, and me stepping in my in, in my power as a coach, but also in my um, role as to, how to serve them. I'm having in my heart like the feeling of bliss and being blessed. I am more and more grateful. Mm -hmm. I feel from the inside strong. Mm -hmm. And I can see brilliance in others because I've walked the dark path and I wanted to quit many times. And I thought I quit many times. And then I learned you can (laughs) unquit. Yes. And that's okay. And so it was so necessary for us as coaches, I would say, to, to go that dark path and to have our real life experiences and overcome it. And so we can show the same path to others. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed.
0: Um, There is something uh, really beautiful about uh, knowing that you've been where our clients are. When we have someone uh, new in the workshop who just recently lost their job or uh, some other aspect of their job not going right. I mean, I can identify with that. You can identify with it. Um, we, we understand what that's all about and we know there is a path for healing and there is a path for something better. The thing that, that I think, um, is true as well. And I've had a coach of one way, shape, form or name, uh, since the year 2000. So for nearly 20 years now, I've been coached and right now I have two coaches and I belong to a big group. Uh, of other coaches, and we support each other in what's called a mastermind concept. And I would not be able to stay on my path in my truth if I didn't have that level of support. Um, I know as soon as you finish the twelve-week workshop, uh, we offer some programs for ongoing support and and more work and more coaching. You jumped right at that.
1: Oh, it wasn't just a clear yes. Just, <laughs> just yep, I'll I'll continue. Right, because why? Because I started working. Yes. Why would you stop something that works? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people have that. I can see it in athletes. Oh, I'm having results with my coach. I don't need you anymore. And then a few months later, how are you? Not good. (laughs) I went back to everything that I've done before and all my results are undone. That is so interesting. And it happens a lot. Mm -hmm. And we need to have those experiences to realize that when things go well, keep doing what what works.
0: Mm -hmm. And when I golfed, uh, I haven't golfed in a little while now, um, but when I golfed, I would take regular lessons because what would happen is I would go out golfing and I would have a more of a lazy stroke. I would forget the hip turn. I would pull my shoulders back as much. And, and I, I didn't see it. Uh, And even even if I was having decent shots, my, my golf swing was starting to degrade. And then I would go back to the driving range with the coach, with a, a golf instructor. And they'd help me get back on track with my swing. And then I'd be like, Oh, right, this is the swing. This is how I hit the ball. Muscle memory, feeling it, memorizing it, being in that zone. And then I'd go out in the golf course and I would literally take that muscle memory and that soul memory and have that before each shot. And after a while, it gets a little deeper in. It gets a little easier to remember. And then all of a sudden, I want to learn how to do a fade shot. Or be better out of the sand trap. Or be a better putter. So, okay, that muscle memory of my irons and my woods and hitting like that feels kind of good. I'll brush up on that from time to time. But I want to now add this skill. I want to add this little tricky thing to do and to do better at it. And so, to me, that's not only the beauty of golf. It's, it's such a great metaphor for life. But it's also the beauty of how we evolve as a human spirit. Once we get the basics going, and we teach meditation and, and a lot of techniques and tools to enhancing our energy body and coming forward, but once we get the basics, then there's more. And as you know, because we work with the, the higher-end clients that have come through the workshop as well, they're in new jobs, they're in executive positions, they're now in a leadership role, they're making more money than they've made before, and now there's something else to get good at. You've done that yourself. You have rental properties You're making income from that, you're making income as a coach, your husband's a professional athlete. Uh talk a little bit in the time we have left here, talk a little bit about upping your game.
1: Yeah, yeah. So when I started the Gigas workshop a bit more than three years ago, I had a lot of a lot of goals, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of worry. And in my old journey, it's like, Oh, I'm not sure if it's gonna work out, but I did it anyway. And now four years later, my rental property is, you know, in the fourth summer season making me passive income in the meantime we bought a few more properties that will become passive income as well mm-hmm. um we worked on our financial intelligence or you know ex- executed our financial intelligence mm-hmm. and we are debt free and i work as a coach and that is an incredible income doing what i love um i'm hiring out my car while i travel to the u.s it's making <laughs> money for me how funny is that like opportunities just so come left right and center and so I'm growing, and um, I became a published author with a group of European leaders and coaches. So I was invited, because I worked on myself, mm-hmm. I was invited to be an exclusive group of European coaches that are best-selling authors and teachers in various movies and uh, best-selling books. And so I've been showing up, and I could have said, like, ah, oh, but I'm not as popular as there are. It doesn't matter. They saw my soul mm-hmm. and they saw my heart and I can contribute. And so that's where I'm going, growing bigger. And that's where we step. I step into a place of how can I contribute more? Who do I have to be? Who am I? So I can touch more souls and yes. elevate more because it's, we're doing it together. Yes.
0: Yes, we are. And each person who be, who is an elevated being in the workshop, not only changes their life and their world forever, but their closer circle, the circle after that. And sometimes we, we uh, enjoy the process of kind of doing some math on this. So if there's 100 women in the workshop right now, and they each have 10 people that they interact with on a regular basis, that's 1,000. And each of those 10 have 10. That's another 10,000 and 10,000 on top of that. And the numbers keep growing. And each woman who posts in, oh, my my coworker has seen a difference in me already and I'm getting more responsibility at work. Like that coworker now has that beam of light that they've received. And we can't even add this all up with the impact of one soul enhancing her life. One soul getting brighter changes the world forever to the good. One soul. So listening to this radio show, You have an obligation here in life to either stay where you're at or to shine, to shine and have your brilliance be seen first by you and then by the rest of the world. It's what we were brought here to be and do. And your contribution in the world when you shine brighter is always better paid, is always happier, is always freer, is always easier, is always better feeling. And then you attract more and more of that. That's the work that Miliana and I do in my kick-ass workshop. It's the work that we do for ourselves because it's our work. It's our journey. And if you'd like to hear more about what we do, what I do in my kick-ass workshop, I spell out in a free webinar, free masterclass. You can access that at mofall.com slash masterclass. And if you're ready to rock and roll and want to talk to one of my team members, I have career breakthrough strategists ready to take on your career and talk with you about it and see what's really going on and get to the truth of it. And if we can help you, we'll talk about what that looks like. And if you want to book your career clarity call, it's mofall.com give me clarity. And we will see you next time on bring your soul to work. This has been Mo Fall. You can find me everywhere at mofall.com and social media coach Mo, coach Mo Fall. We'll see you next time on Bring Your Soul to Work. Thank you.
1: Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.